Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And this is our podcast, Let's Shoot a Fact. We talk about international student experiences, navigating the challenges of a young adult life, and other fun topics like favorite movies, books, or songs. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get into today's episode. Good evening, everyone. Hi. I, I feel like we're so like energetic and happy because it's finally nice outside, and I feel like it re- reflects... Yeah, this whole afternoon, like ever since we got out of lingua class, we've been Mm -hmm. so happy about every single thing. Because I remembered like every time we start the episode or like the last couple of weeks, it's like, hello, (laughs) it's terrible weather again, (laughs) you know? Yeah, we realized because these past couple of weeks, I haven't been doing great. And I kept trying to figure out why. And I was like, it can't just be the weather, can it? It is. It was. It It was. Yeah. So last thursday my sister came to visit me Mm -hmm. it was amazing she left on tuesday we went basically it was like a food trip i would say because we went to get sushi pizza mcdonald's that was craving for (laughs) a long time um she got bubble tea what else i feel like there was churros churros yes so it was really a food weekend we got the picnic in the park i actually i went to casa de campo for the first time and it was amazing because, you know, I needed like the nature mm-hmm. feeling again because here the parks, yes, but it's still, it's a park. There's always also a lot of people still. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, there Casa were, Campo, almost, yeah. I mean, there were people, but more like on the edges. And mm-hmm. then we went more inside. There were almost no people. Yeah. So we really enjoyed it. And the picnic was amazing. Mm. So that was great. Yeah. You got the pizza as well, right? Yeah, we got the same pizza because... Still, I think she discovered, she went there when her friends were visiting mm-hmm. back in February and she said it was amazing. She showed us pictures. So then we went, Stella, Julie and I on Friday and then you went on Sunday, I believe. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. And it was fantastic. Uh, it's just, I yes. think it's the dough where. Yeah. Also because they bake it in the actual. It's very like, fresh. What is it called? In the like stone oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They bake it right there. It's super fresh. The dough is fantastic. I feel mm-hmm. like they could put whatever on there. It'd be great. They mm-hmm. have a lot of interesting options. Like they don't have just the... They have the classic stuff like margarita, those. Yeah. But then they have some interesting stuff as well. That's they true. have a Nutella one, which is <sighs> amazing. I'm not a big fan. I haven't tried it you yet. You didn't ha- I didn't have it. We talked what? about that. We did talk about that. I forgot. <laughs> yes. What do you mean you're not a big fan? I wouldn't want to... It doesn't seem that appealing to me to try no, it. I no. mean, I think the taste is good, but for me, it's not like pizza anymore. It's like a dessert more, you I know? mean, it's more so like really good bread with pizza on it, with Nutella on it, I guess, <laughs> with pizza on it. Yeah, I think so. But they put strawberries on it, and it's just, it's fantastic. Maybe next time. Yeah, Because yeah, when yeah. my other sister comes next week for Semana Santa, she's a big, like, sugar yeah so maybe we'll try that i mean it was a lot because we each took one i noticed later i looked around i noticed everybody else in the restaurant was sharing wait so you got like one quote-unquote normal one and then yes what how did you finish that well barely i was actually fine there Mm -hmm. but then as i told you like when (laughs) i got home there was like one position that Uh i could lay in where i wouldn't throw up so but it was worth it but yeah it was that's why i was suffering i was confused because on instagram i saw you like taking a picture and there i thought only one of you got the nutella one and maybe you shared somehow well we shared the nutella one 
Wait, so you each had... We each one. had a normal one, and then we took... At the end, we took the Nutella one to share as, like, dessert, oh, you know? Oh, I thought you each had a normal no, God, one no. and Nutella no, one. That I would have... Like, wow. Then I would have definitely thrown up. But okay. no, no, no. We we had some limits, but yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was full even after, like, yeah, the Yeah, me too. And yeah. that's when I realized that everybody around us was actually sharing pizzas. Mm. But, well... But yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was amazing. Because I was actually craving like a good, I mean, for a couple of years, honestly, (laughs) like a good Italian. You know, ever since I've been in Milano in like, I don't know, three years ago, maybe. I think 2019. I had an amazing pizza. What? You went to Rome last summer. But we didn't get a good good pizza. pizza. No, I, Mm. I don't know if it's. I don't know. My mom even said that it's hard now to find like a good okay. Italian place where it's not a tourist trap yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. where it's really, what is it called? Like, authentic. Yeah, authentic. Um, and ever since the Milano trip, I God. really need to, because there was even like this like pocket, you know, and you could really like see the dough, like it was juicy. Dough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so this was amazing. And the fresh mozzarella, I had it, The it was called Caprizi 2.0, mm. and it was with the buffalo mozzarella, mm-hmm. and it wasn't baked. Like, it was fresh mozzarella yeah. on top of the warm pizza, which was amazing. I took the margaritas just because it looked so good, and that was mm-hmm. fantastic, too. It just mm-hmm. felt super fresh, as yeah. you said. So, I feel like we talked about this pizza for like 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Other than that, we notice we mostly just have like university stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We oh the language class some terrible week. classes. Yes, <laughs> you want to talk about the language class? Yes, I have a PTSD from that class <laughs> because honestly, last week I feel like I paid the most attention in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and the two seconds then I turned my head to Lauren because you said something about the weather or I don't know like you want to go home I was like only a couple of minutes yeah. left. it was literally like three minutes left yeah. of the class yeah yeah and so I turned my head to her even like I looked back right away it was like two yeah, seconds it was just like it's almost done yeah and the teacher called me out and obviously I didn't know what she asked yeah um but I, I think it was like on purpose. Like, you know, in high school when you would talk with yes. your friends, it would be like, hey, you tell me the answer. Yeah. Or like, tell me what you're talking about. Uh-huh. But I don't get it because she no. never does this. No. And people are always talking. Yeah. And she never are worse does it. Me. Yeah. We didn't even talk that class. No. Honestly, we were really we were good. We sat there and paying attention. And then yeah. one second, like three minutes before the class ends, it was it re- like it it happened and then after that i went home and i was walking home and as i was walking home i kept getting more and more angry i was like this is yeah oh. me too like angry and sad because like it was a bit embarrassing i mean others probably don't care but still like it yeah, doesn't yeah, feel yeah. good no no also it really confirmed my impression that she hates us <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't a great experience no that was awful but um i think i got over it yesterday and today it wasn't it was fine. It was bad. It yeah. was perfectly fine. Yeah, that was your horrible class experience. <laughs> Mine was when you were in here and when you went and brought your sister to the airport. My news reporting class. Mm-hmm. It drove me crazy. <laughs> I was because we wrote, we already had to do it another time. We wrote an article and mm-hmm. then we have to go and present it and we need to tell him where the four or five W's, I don't even know how many, <laughs> are and like how, how we structured it. And basically all, he sits there and criticizes us. <laughs> That's how it works Mm -hmm. in a very intense manner. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we did. And like, even before we were the last one to go, 
And he was just criticizing the hell out of everybody's, <laughs> everybody's sources that they chose uh-huh. and everybody's like lead because he was mostly looking at the lead paragraph. Oh. So he actually did read it this time? No. Just the lead paragraph. No, I don't think he oh. even read it. Just if you weren't able to like point oh. it out fast enough or he wasn't mm. convinced by your answer because mm-hmm. you had to show him where like each yeah, information yeah. piece of information was in the lead. He would just be like, it's not good enough. Or like it was a lot of them were too long. There, there was always something. And he wasn't mm-hmm. happy with any of the sources. He wanted us to get like politicians or doctors. I was like, I don't have these type of connections. Yeah. We had a week to write the article. Yeah. Well, two at the end. And even before we had to go... <laughs> I messaged Christina. I was like, ah, this is really annoying me. But <laughs> then we went and obviously he wasn't happy, necessarily happy with us either. But we were the last one. So he was also just ready to end the class. So oh, at least nice, that he didn't nice. like tear us apart like he did the other oh, groups. Nice. But it was an intense experience. <laughs> and I still don't really know what a lead paragraph is. Yeah. I don't know. And it's bad because we need to write the newspaper. Exactly. The thing is, like everything he's teaching us with this this art these like practice mm-hmm. articles is basically what we then need to apply to the the newspaper that we need to hand in at the end of the semester so i'm like how <laughs> what are, are we, we gonna do, do this yeah but so that was intense yeah but yesterday and today was like school wise it was good yeah because also when my sister was here it was my work weekend like it co- coincided yeah coincided um and i worked in the evenings to at least work a couple of hours so i went to sleep late Mm -hmm. so i was really really tired because i have a sleep deficit and um i was really like when my sister left on tuesday i was really like tired because it's been i don't know like four days in a row that i went to sleep late which for me is not usual (laughs) so it took a toll on my body but yesterday, I was honestly grateful for classes that we had and today because yeah, they were too. like really chill. Yeah. Like, I mean, today we had the exam from the structure of the media class, which I completely forgot about. <laughs> but it's technically, it's not an exam. It was almost like another assignment that we've Nothing been doing major. every week. Yeah. We could use our notes, yeah. the internet, like everything. So yeah. it was fine. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it was the best text I've written, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> So it was fine and um, that made me happy because I wouldn't be able to do anything no, difficult. No, I th- feel like we're all very, we need the, the week vacation. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can really tell. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, another success that we had also in class was in the other news reporting class <laughs> from Monday. We booked concert tickets. True. Yeah, so excited. I don't know how it came about. We were looking think, for concerts. Yeah, I think I was looking for concerts for next year because none of these mm-hmm. worked out. Yeah, and I found uh, it's an Italian pianist. P- pianist. Mm-hmm. Pianist. Um, he's called. <laughs> I'm scared to pronounce that. <laughs> Do you want to? Ludovico Einaudi. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's, that's correct. Like way better than what okay, I would okay. say. <laughs> and. We listened to him when we were studying for exams before Christmas, yeah, right? Yeah. At least I listened. That was it's all good, I listened. It's good study music. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I love piano, so I'm so excited. And because the concerts didn't work out, we were looking for another mm-hmm. one for next year. And maybe we're going to book the Tom Odell one. Also, well. I don't know how to pronounce that no name. But yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's in October, is that yeah. I think, right? So hopefully, so those will work out. Yes. <laughs> and we're so excited about that. And today, we... Was it? No. I think yesterday I was looking at some stuff or last week and we realized that there's another... It was statistics. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) During statistics. Find the space (laughs) in classes every time. To be most productive. Yeah. And there was some like discount 
if you have carne joven, For which is basically true which is just like a card for young people mm -hmm. and we realized it's for free we can get it here in getafe so we filled out an application we went there today it was the first time that we did like a uh what is the word bureaucracy mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. and it was easy so simple right yeah we just filled it i mean it took us a couple of minutes we until went to we the wrong realized. place first And also, when we were filling it out, we, like, wanted to do it online because oh, yeah, it yeah. gave us the option. But then you had to have the electronic signing yeah, thingy, we which we didn't. But then we just filled it out, printed it out, yeah. went to the place, which we didn't even have to print it out because she gave us the application, Yeah, we could have right? filled it out right then and yeah. there. We didn't need any, like, documents. Like, she literally just wanted our ID to confirm mm -hmm. that it was actually us. No proof that we live here. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though. Yeah. I no think it's that for everybody who's under 30. Yeah. I guess. And she said it's supposed to be a lot of discounts. Mm -hmm. I saw it has 10% discount for Iberia, for example. Yeah. What was the other? We saw some other thing, which I was some excited insurance, about. Some insurance, traveling insurance. Oh, the body shop. Oh, true. Like 25% off at the body shop. Mm -hmm. We're which, excited for that. Yeah, <laughs> I was sold after that. And it's for free. It took us literally mm -hmm. a couple of minutes to get it. So we got that. And maybe now we'll have more discounts. So yeah. recommendation for people who live in Spain, maybe. In yeah. Madrid. If you want to get it, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Super easy and probably worth it. I feel we'll like. see. Yeah. I hope so. We'll keep you updated. <laughs> yeah. So for the main part, we have our first official guest, Gabrielle. So welcome here. Thank you for coming. <laughs> of course. Thank you for inviting me. I've discovered Gabriel a couple months ago on Instagram mm -hmm. when I moved to Spain. And I saw your content where you do reels on Spain and the culture tracks and stuff. Um, so we were going to ask if you'd like to um, introduce yourself maybe very quickly. And then we can dive into questions and topics. Of course, of course. So you can call me Gabby because I know that my name can be confusing sometimes. <laughs> okay. So my name is Gabby. I'm 25 years old and I moved to Spain five years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm originally from Lithuania, but I grew up in Germany. Mm -hmm. And when I was studying in Germany, it was part of my bachelor degree to do a semester abroad. Okay. Yes, so I moved to Spain five years ago, and I did my Erasmus semester in Leon, mm -hmm. in the north of Spain, mm -hmm. which is really beautiful. You should <laughs> definitely go. And yeah, what happened was that I, I liked it so much that I just extended my stay. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't really know what to do, because basically part of my degree was doing a semester abroad, but then also doing an internship abroad. Mm -hmm. And um, so I decided to do it in Madrid. And then I just kept extending my stay and extending <laughs> and extending. And then I was like, okay, I think I, I live here now. <laughs> oh, so yes. you kind of like finished your school like that with the internship mm -hmm. and the studying. So basically what happened is that um, after the internship, you're supposed to write your bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know where to do that. So I was like, okay, I don't, really, I don't want to go back to Germany. So like, what do I do? So I found a job here in, in Madrid. Mm -hmm. So basically from nine to six, I was working my job. And from, okay. from six to like in the evening, I was oh. writing my bachelor thesis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was tough, definitely. <laughs> but um, that's how I like finished my studies here. And that's how I was able to stay. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have to go back. Yeah. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. 
So yeah, now we just have a couple of questions that we want to ask your topics that we would like to talk about. It's a combination of things that we would have liked to know before we came here and things that we're still interested in knowing now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe first, if you could talk a little bit about what it felt like when you first like started studying abroad, what your first impression of Spain was, some culture shocks, anything like that. Yeah, I think it's... uh, it's really funny now when I think about it, how it was five years ago, because now I'm 25, then I was 20. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is I was super shy. Like I was really not, I was outgoing, but I was not the type of person that could like speak to to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one part that made it super difficult for me in Spain because like my Spanish was not good. Mm-hmm. I also have to say when I came to Spain, I barely knew any Spanish. I had okay. to take Spanish classes, but... Let's not talk about them. <laughs> they were not good. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I feel like that made it especially hard for me to, like, um, like get to know people and, like, start talking mm-hmm. to people and stuff like that. So that was, um, that was a little bit tricky. So I think um, first thing what I wish somebody would have told me is that it makes sense to, like, learn Spanish before arriving okay, here. Okay, so you didn't yeah. know any Spanish before I you came knew, here? I knew a little bit of Spanish, but... So the backstory is that I actually pushed my Spanish exam that I was supposed to do before leaving. I pushed it to oh. like even later <laughs> oh, okay. and later. So I was I arrived and I my Spanish was basically non-existent. It was mm. super hard mm-hmm. for me as well because like I was like I said I was really shy and you know when you're shy it's not like you're you're gonna get out of your comfort zone yeah. and start to, talking to people like mm-hmm. that's not what happened. So my Spanish was quite horrible. <laughs> <laughs> say it nicely yeah but how did you feel when you like moved here not yeah. speaking Spanish very well <laughs> yeah like you I tried basically mm-hmm. like I I also think that um because I studied in Leon which is like not as metropolitan mm-hmm. there's not so many international people as there are in Madrid it was this situation where it's like or you try, or you won't have a conversation with anyone, you know? Yeah, so right. it's like, you really had to do everything in Spanish. So, like, when I was looking for an apartment, I was uh, talking in Spanish to the landlady. Mm-hmm. Um, all my roommates were Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, the university and the university was also barely offering classes in English. So oh, I so to, you had to take yes, them in Spanish as well. I had well. to take them in Spanish as well. And... I was struggling, like I was really struggling, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad it went like that because like after one year, my Spanish was good. Like Mm -hmm. it was, of course, it was not amazing or anything, but like I was able to have conversations. I was able to talk to people and like every time I went to like, I don't know, the hair salon or every Mm -hmm. time I had like any kind of appointments, I was okay Mm -hmm. with the Spanish that I knew. I think that's maybe the advantage when you're kind of forced to speak Spanish because for us, we're always like complaining that we're not improving fast. And I think it's just because with our classmates, we talk in English a lot. We have most of classes in English, so it's pretty uncomfortable right but maybe yeah it helps Worth more. It. yeah but we do <laughs> have the one class in spanish but for us that's like a big challenge mm-hmm. and it's definitely like i can't imagine having all the classes in spanish but so will you maybe have some advice for us on how to handle that one spanish class <laughs> because we are a little bit worried oh my god so what helped me a lot and i feel like it's always a cliche when people say but it's obviously to um hang around in places where you get to meet locals mm-hmm. and I feel like this is the cliche what like mm-hmm. everybody says but in the end this is how you 
you get forced to like mm-hmm. talk the language and you get forced to like get out of your comfort zone and um yeah this is uh what I think always makes sense mm-hmm. and if there's like no situation where you're like ah it's maybe there's no chance for me to do that like I was I was watching Netflix in Spanish mm-hmm. I was watching um interviews on YouTube in Spanish or like anything that you would like to watch in your free time you can change the language you can change mm-hmm. it to Spanish um yeah and of course um I feel like it's especially difficult in university classes because it's like it's it's difficult in a native language mm-hmm. so like in another language yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Even, it's even harder um preparation time like I remember I was struggling as well because I had one class where they, they made us have like a pro and contra discussion in front oh, of God. everyone in Spanish <laughs> God, oh my God. God. <laughs> it was horrible horrible but it was a lot of preparation time and mm-hmm. just being on on top yeah. of it and yeah. preparing yourself yeah. as much as you can but yeah. how did you like deal with the stress of it <laughs> I, I was stressed like, no, really you're not doing great with that yeah no I I definitely think I know what you mean because like I said I feel like if now this happens to me it's like um I would struggle but I would do it but back then I remember I was talking in front of all of these people and I was like looking at my at my notes that mm-hmm. I had and I didn't even look up once to the people mm. I was like <laughs> I was just reading it because I was so scared but they didn't even give me the chance to say okay you can do this in English yeah you know you have to yeah. do this in Spanish um I know it's tough like I know it's tough but it's one of those things where I'm like this is what's gonna make you grow at the end mm-hmm. of the day and like this was horrible experience if I can say back then but at the end now when I think back I'm like it happened Mm -hmm. this is nothing that still has any effect on me now like it happened and it made me it made me definitely learn and become Mm -hmm. the person I am today so I always try to think it of in a way like it's a it's not a great situation right now (laughs) but it's not gonna matter in like a couple of months you know Mm -hmm. so yeah but it's definitely like I know the struggle it's hard it's hard (laughs) And yeah. you also talked a little bit about it being difficult to, like, integrate because you were shy at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Would you have any, like, advice now looking back and knowing, yeah. and knowing like, having more experience in that? Yeah. Like, any advice on how to make friends and, yeah. like, build relationships in a foreign country where you yeah. don't know anybody? That That's a good question, actually. So... Um, in Leon, I was really lucky because we had, like, a student's organization that was taking care of the international people and they were like organizing events they were organizing language exchanges like international nights and stuff like that so what I did at some point is I was going to every single of these events like you could find me anything they (laughs) offered I would be there like Mm -hmm. it it was actually so funny because at the end of the year they made like a like a like a presentation with photos and I swear to god I wasn't every <laughs> I wasn't one weird person I was like but it's it's because like when you don't know anyone I was like great how am I mm-hmm. going to meet people if not by going to like um mm-hmm. international dinners or language exchanges language tandems or um even like sports events that they have I was like well <laughs> I'm here now so I feel like if um if you see any kind of events like that, they're super helpful. And mm-hmm. when I arrived to Madrid, that's actually like a sad story on the side was like, <laughs> I came to Madrid because I was dating a guy that moved to Madrid. 
Okay. But when I came here, I left him. <laughs> so I was here in Madrid, and I was all by myself. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know one single person. Oh, so I was here, and I started going to like these language exchanges. There are those really like famous language exchanges here in Madrid. I think they're on Wednesdays or Thursdays. I don't remember. But, oh, did you, are they on Instagram? Because I know there's some company that does it on Thursday. Yeah, I think they are. But Maybe it's a different so one. Long. Yeah. I haven't been in so long. But the first people I, I met in Madrid, I met them on these language exchanges. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of people that, like, I'm still friends with them. And mm-hmm. it's always funny to, like, look back. But if there's these kinds of events, I feel they're so helpful. So, like, those language exchanges, then... There is a there's a like group that is called Girl Gun International. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. have like Facebook groups in every single country, oh, country and city as well. And they always have some kind of events like they have they have like a book club. I think in some cities they even have like uh, cocktail nights or any some stuff like that. So I feel like those groups are really great in the beginning mm-hmm. and What I also did was, like, I was in all these Facebook groups that are, like, oh, Germans in Madrid or, like, um, internationals in Madrid or, Mm -hmm. like, international girls in Madrid or, like, whatever. Um, Yeah, and this is how I, like, started to meet people and, like, started getting Mm -hmm. to know people. But in the beginning, you you said you were really shy. So how did you, like, was there any transformation here in Madrid where you started because you forced yourself to go out more? Yeah, I think it was literally that... um, I forced myself to go out and when I when I was in, in Leon and I extended my stay after the first semester all the people that I knew left mm-hmm. so I kind of had to start fresh mm-hmm. without anybody I knew before so it was it was like doing everything again mm-hmm. but I felt more comfortable because like I already knew the city okay. I already knew the university I um, I knew that organization that was planning everything and I was helping them as well. So it was just that um, I don't think anything like there was not an event that I'm like, come and everything mm-hmm. changed. It was more that like you become comfortable and you become okay. more, um, you know how it goes basically. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's always nice when somebody new arrives like to your university to like always to have people be nice to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like if... Um, if you can be that person, that's amazing because that's how you like start talking to people and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to use that. Try <laughs> to implement it. Mm-hmm. A while back, like a couple of weeks ago, we also did an episode on trying to maintain relationships yeah. with friends and family yeah. at home while you're abroad. And since you've been abroad yeah. for quite a bit now, we figured maybe you'd also have some tips regarding that. Oh, that's that's interesting actually because. Um, I remember in the beginning um, when I just moved to Spain, I had some girlfriends that were like not angry at me, but they were sending me messages like, oh, you're not answering my texts and like, mm. and, oh. um, like you don't value our friendship and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And I was, I felt horrible because mm-hmm. I was like trying to start a new life here mm-hmm. and I was like all by myself, but at the same time, you don't yeah. want to leave the people hanging oh, yeah, that you left there. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I did two things. It's like, I actually had to speak to that person and be like, look, I'm really sorry, but my life is here. And yeah. I know this is really hard, but at the same time, it's like you're not going to meet new people if you're having phone calls every day or in the evening you're not going out because you're trying to talk to your family or your friends back home. Mm-hmm. So 
I remember there was actually one situation where like I had to talk to my friend and tell her like look I'm really sorry that I can't answer you every day but mm -hmm. like I'm trying to like find a job and mm -hmm. um, get to new get to know people but something that I usually do is with my mom we speak on the phone every Sunday mm -hmm. like that's that's our day where we always end up calling each other and with my other friends It's this mixture of um, sometimes they come and visit me and sometimes mm -hmm. I go and visit them. And we also, mm -hmm. I feel like we are so lucky to live abroad right now because we're so connected on every single yeah. platform we have. So um, I I myself, I feel really connected to like the people that I have in Germany yeah. and my family because we have all these group chats. We FaceTime each other. Yes, and some evenings like I I talk to them for like two or three hours because mm -hmm. like we want to we need to tell each other everything mm -hmm. you know. But I, I know it's definitely difficult, but I feel like it starts with like adapting your expectations that like I live here now, mm -hmm. so I kind of have to focus on like my life yeah. here, and I cannot be present at the same time in like two or three three different places. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. for so, us yeah. it was a bit of a shock because for like I know of course I yeah. knew that. It's going to change somehow, yeah. obviously. Yeah. You're not going to see the person every day. Yeah. But it still feels really difficult because you have to make time for yeah. each other, like, with the friends. Was yeah. it a shock for you after you, like, came to f Spain? Um, you mean to... What, what exactly? Like, how you, you communicate with friends, how it changes. Maybe you have to even, I don't want to say leave anyone, but, yeah. you know, if that was yeah. surprising, maybe. No, it's definitely surprising, and I feel like something... That, of course, it is hurtful, but I think it's going to happen that, like, you're going to have more, um, you're going to stay in touch more with some people and less with other people. Mm -hmm. And it definitely happens, but I still feel like the people that are important to you and you're important to them, they are always going to make time for you and you will always make time for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like you're always going to be present for, like, the important events mm -hmm. um like for example now in june i'm going to germany because my best friend's parents are getting married and mm -hmm. so i still like value my friendships that i have there a lot even though i can't be there with them every day mm -hmm. but i also feel that apart from you going there or them visiting you like you can go on vacation together and like have have a trip somewhere so i feel like there are different ways on how you can maintain those friendships without that completely losing them but I I know what you mean it is it is really hard and I feel like I also I haven't found like the perfect solution for that yeah. so I'm, I'm working on it but it's those things that like happens with every expat I think mm -hmm. and um you lived in Germany before you came to Spain yeah. to study abroad yeah. right and what were like some differences that you noticed between yeah. Spain and between Germany some things that you maybe had to get used to or you okay. haven't gotten used yeah. to yeah I think one of the first things that people always say are, of course, the different schedules, which is, um, yeah, it's one of the first things that people always say, but I think it's because it's also true. Mm -hmm. Like when we compare, I, I always mention the, the eating schedules, like when people... Always, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were talking about that before. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about that before, and I... Um, I, I told the girls that basically in my Google Calendar from work, like I have a lunch break from 2 to 3 p.m. And my supervisor who's in Germany, mm -hmm. his lunch break is from 12 to 1. So it's always a little bit different, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when it comes to schedules and then of course also in the evening when it comes to dinner, um, 
when my mom visited me here, she asked me if we could have, if we could go out to a restaurant at 7 p.m. And I was like, I don't know like, where we could go at 7 p.m. Like, That's true, because yeah. it's not only the Spanish yeah. people, like, eating late, but they also, I think they have, sometimes in restaurants, they, like, won't offer you actual dinner if it's, quote-unquote, too soon, right? Yeah. Or they're closed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kitchen is literally closed. So, it's, yeah. so, so that's definitely, like... Um, it's it's different, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so I think you can agree with me. Because you also because of course if you if you ask somebody who's from Italy, he's gonna be like, no, like yeah. <laughs> it's actually the same. But yeah. I feel like if you go north, it's definitely going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And For another sure. thing that is like not really shocked me, but like surprised me, and I mm-hmm. think this is one of the reasons why I ended up staying in Spain is that life is happening outside. Mm-hmm. It's this. Of course, the weather is great and like it's it's warmer than it is like in Germany, for example. But um, I feel like I spend so much time outside, um, being with friends or even by myself. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I miss every time I'm back in Germany. I'm like, oh, I can't go out because like the weather is bad. I also feel like it's not as common to have after work plans in Germany, okay. I feel like. Yeah. Um, so it's more it's more like you do your fun plans at, <laughs> during the weekend, kind of, you know? Okay. And here, I feel like it's super normal to, mm-hmm. after work, you still do stuff with your friends or even colleagues and you hang out together. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I really ended up liking. Yeah? Basically. You yeah. do? You're a night person? Not a night person, but I just like spending time outside and just okay, enjoying yeah. the weather and... Mm-hmm. So I'm not really a night person, actually, when it comes to that. But I just really value this um, this free time after work. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's something that is like I didn't even realize how mm-hmm. how this was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I noticed that a lot too. From because in Switzerland, same yeah. thing. I feel like people yeah. go to work and then they go home and they exactly. eat dinner and then they and stay at home it. And, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah, no. And you literally have to force people to like yeah. go out and have dinner with you. <laughs> They're like, no, I already worked, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, but now you're done. <laughs> exactly, now you're done. <laughs> but yeah, I love that about yeah. Spain as well. Yeah, I noticed you start filming a lot of like culture shocks yeah. reels or yeah. uh, the language ones yeah. as well. Um, what what was like apart from the schedule eating schedule whatever what was your other very big culture shock that you had when you arrived to Spain? A very big culture shock. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> like a really big culture shock. It doesn't have to be as big. Yeah, but, yeah no, but uh, <laughs> something no, that like um, affected you yeah, somehow. Something that affected me. That's an interesting one because I feel like sometimes because I lived here for so long. That you're already yeah, so integrated. Like, I'm so that's cool. I'm so used to it that like sometimes I go back to Germany and I'm like, oh my god, it's not like it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um That is interesting. I mean five yeah. years is a long time, yeah. right? Yeah. That's yeah. true. I feel like something that is um maybe it's it wasn't shocking in the beginning, but like something that I realize right now, because I lived here for so long mm-hmm. and I'm by myself is like how much um Spanish people like value their families mm-hmm. and how much family time they spend with each mm-hmm. other. And maybe it's also because like my family is in Germany and Lithuania. But like for example on Sundays when it's like the day when like everybody comes together and like eats together, sometimes I'm like, wow, I even in Germany I didn't have it. You know, mm-hmm. like it was something that 
for me it's um it seems super special and when I was when I was in Leon and like my friend would invite me on Sundays to have like lunch with his family it was like this huge family mm-hmm. event so for me it's always um maybe because I also I miss it a lot mm-hmm. that I feel like now that I'm here by myself but I feel like this this family thing and that you like value your family um it's definitely different than it is in Germany, in my opinion. Okay. And maybe people will disagree. <laughs> I feel like it is definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that you... Because you said, obviously, you like certain things here in Madrid that maybe yeah. you ha- didn't have in Germany or Lithuania. Yeah. Is there anything that you like specifically miss, obviously, apart from your friends' parents? Like yeah. something cultural or yeah. a tradition that you don't have here? A tradition that I don't have here. That's uh, that's a good one. Or like any yeah. I know activity that you maybe did back home. Yeah, you're asking the good questions, but like, <laughs> I, I really need to think like before I answer those. I think mm-hmm. it might be because um, so my whole family is Lithuanian, even mm-hmm. though some of them live in Germany. But mm-hmm. I feel like in Lithuania we have special tr- traditions on Christmas Eve, and we have mm-hmm. special traditions on Easter. Mm-hmm. So. I also miss that, like, I cannot be with my family during mm-hmm. these holidays because we have, like, special, like I said, we do, Christmas Eve is a huge thing for us. Like, we start really? cooking two days before. Oh, there's, wow. There's, yeah, <laughs> there's so much going on. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could just, like, be with my family and also mm-hmm. have the products that you usually need to use when yeah. you do those things. Because, like, if you know, you cannot find everything that you want to, that yeah. you could find in the Czech Republic or in mm-hmm. Switzerland in the supermarkets. You can't mm-hmm. find all of it. So sometimes it's like, it's a little bit tricky, especially during the holidays. Like, I realize it every time. It's like, oh, I wish this was different and I wish mm-hmm. I could have that and I wish my mom could see it. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's those things, those like really typical traditions that you have mm-hmm. because you can't do them by yourself. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, obviously, yeah. the same. <laughs> Exactly. That's true. Yeah, it is kind of funny because, for example, when I went home for Christmas break, I I think I like I had to look really funny because I had a bunch of packs of jamón, yeah, 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 yeah. olives, like yeah. all that. I brought it home, yeah. but then on the other hand, I also brought Czech jams back here uh, okay, because yeah. I haven't found like yeah. one that I would like here. You know, yeah. so I brought ones here. So it's kind of funny that. Yeah. In today's like word and society, yeah. you can basically buy everything anywhere you want, yeah. anytime you want. But there are still like certain there things. Are cer- there are certain things, and like to give you a specific example, mm-hmm. I miss German bread or like bread from like. We were yeah. talking about yeah. that today. Oh my yes. god! So there, there's like a, a Eastern, Eastern European shop next to Atocha, and they have frozen bread, and I'm always like, oh, it's amazing! <laughs> I love it. It's so. Because, you know, when you, every time you go out, they give you the white bread. Yeah. Yes. And I know there was a point where I was like, I can't look at it anymore. Because when you <laughs> yes. grow up with, like, different bread, like, yes. my mom used to make bread. And yes. Like, there's this, this bread culture that you're Yeah, we get relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, how much you miss it. Yeah, that, that, that's true. That's definitely true. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes it's the smallest thing. Yeah. You, you never thought you would miss until... Until you you're there and yeah. you're like, yes, I miss it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. All right, so the next thing that I, we'd be interested in, I was very basic, but why Spain? Why did you choose to oh, study abroad? That, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> the one everyone's been waiting for. So when, when I studied in Germany, I was studying business, mm-hmm. and I had to pick a second language. Mm-hmm. So I could go with French or I could go with Spanish. Mm-hmm. 
And basically, <laughs> I had two years of French in high school, but it was that type of French where, like, every Friday we made crepes. You know yeah. what I'm oh, really? Oh, yeah. So we, I did not learn a lot, basically, of <laughs> French. And then when university started, I had to pick a language, and my university offered French at an advanced level and Spanish at a low level. Mm -hmm. So I thought smart decision to make <laughs> is to go with Spanish because it starts at a lower level. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that, like, um, how, how do I put it in a nice way? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the Spanish classes were just not as good. Like, to be mm. honest, they were oh. really not as good. Mm -hmm. And I had, um, I even took classes on the side, but it just, I didn't really learn a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, it was really, really basic. I... Part of it was, of course, my fault because I didn't attend all the university <laughs> classes. But the classes were, for some reason, the professor really did grammar. But imagine you don't speak a language and yeah. you're learning grammar. So it was like... <laughs> There's I, no point. Yeah. It was those type of university classes where I I know salgo, sale, sale, salimos. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how to form a sentence yeah. together, you know. <laughs> so it was... Um, well, I, I chose Spanish and I thought that I made a great decision, but I had to take like Spanish classes on the side. Mm -hmm. And then when it was part of my, when after four semesters, um, you're supposed to do the exchange semester. Mm -hmm. I went with Spain mm -hmm. because I pushed this one last Spanish exam. I mm -hmm. pushed it like to have it yeah. in the next year. And I thought I'm going to go to Spain. I'm going to learn the language. <laughs> oh, and so, then you would take oh, I mean, that would be actually really smart. Yeah, it uh, yeah, it would have been smart. Like it was smart, but it also it gave me like a deadline. Like you have oh, to true. become fluent by then. <laughs> like, like, That's true. No so pressure. It was it was tough because I remember that like my first months in Spain, I didn't really I didn't really learn a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I knew the basics, but that was it. You know, yeah. that was really it. So it definitely took me a while until I was finally able to speak the way that I wanted to speak. It was not easy. At least for me, it was not easy. I know people mm -hmm. that are, like, more outgoing and mm -hmm. um, for them it's different. But for me, it was hard. And mm -hmm. the thing that I knew, I have a deadline, didn't help. <laughs> so it, was, it was tricky. It was tricky. But this is basically how it ended up being Spanish. Okay. Oh, yeah. So your main reason to come to Spain was to learn Spanish. It was to learn Spanish, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean... It was tricky, but at the same time, I started my degree knowing that I had to pick a second language because I was I was always interested in languages. Mm -hmm. I was always interested in different cultures. In mm -hmm. I think this is why I do those expressions videos because, like, if you spend a lot of time with me, you will realize that I talk about these things a lot, yeah. actually. Mm -hmm. And so I came to Spain to learn Spanish, but also because like I loved languages and I loved the language, so it was interesting for me as well. So, yeah, this is how it went. Yeah, and when do, when do you think, like, after arriving to Spain, mm -hmm. like, how much did, time did it take you to actually get to the conversational level where you yeah. felt comfortable talking to, like, friends in yeah. Spanish? I feel like it took me... So, definitely not the first semester when I was here. Like, definitely not. I feel like it's going to be, like, after nine months, I mm -hmm. was finally starting to talk. Um but I also feel like it took me a while to stop hanging out with the people from Germany. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when you come to an international environment mm -hmm. and everybody has their group of, like, yeah. the Germans have their circle mm -hmm. and the For Italians sure. have their circle. And I was 
not really stuck, but I was in the like in the circle where we ended up speaking English. So the first semester, I didn't really learn a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel only like the second semester, like I told you, when these people left and I stayed there mm-hmm. and I was like, great, now I have this back <laughs> zero. That's, that's when I kind of like became, became more confident. And mm-hmm. finally, when you're all by yourself, it's like that's when yeah. you finally get out of your comfort zone because mm-hmm. you don't want to stay by yourself yeah you're forced time. yeah you're forced yeah i mean that's what yeah. kind of what happened to us right because yeah. yeah. we met like yeah literally the first day we started talking and then since we both speak english then yeah. we obviously chose english yeah. and then here we, we are <laughs> yeah. here you are <laughs> no but that, that's great i think like that's, yeah that's really great. i mean i'm really grateful that like we met because mm-hmm. i i don't know how I would feel if I like didn't have her because we were each other's support during the mm. first semester. We shared the same struggles because we were technically the only international students, yeah, like without Spanish speaking yeah. family or anything. Yeah. So we could share the struggles, and that really helped. Yeah, yeah. but maybe we would have t- learned Spanish faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we're never gonna know. Yeah. But so for your degree, did you? Was it mandatory to study abroad or you wanted to? It was mandatory. So it was mandatory to study abroad and it was mandatory to do an internship abroad. What degree did you do that it was mandatory? So it's called international business. Mm -hmm. It sounds fancier than it. That's what I did in the beginning. So it's it's called international business and the international aspect is you choose a second language and Mm -hmm. you study abroad and you do an internship abroad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that is why I didn't know there are degrees that like require you yeah. to go study abroad. That is cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you enjoy it, I guess so. Because one of my questions was going to be like for somebody who isn't sure if they want to study mm-hmm. abroad, if they should do it or if they shouldn't do it, yeah. what your advice for them would be. But I guess since you were yeah. kind forced. of forced to do <laughs> it. I, but it's not that I forced. I actually picked this degree because... I wanted to go abroad in oh, high school. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's this, um, maybe also in Switzerland, it's quite uh, common to go abroad after the 10th grade to have like an yeah. abroad year, they call it, I think. Yeah. So we had a couple of students at my school that did it and like my parents didn't have the finances to do it. So I was so sad. I was heartbroken. <laughs> I was I really wanted to do that. And that's why when I finished high school, I was like, I could just look for something mm-hmm. where I can study abroad because they have, you know, they have scholarships mm-hmm. in Germany and they, they actually help you financially. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I really wanted to do it. That's why I picked okay. it. But I also feel like I would recommend it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really do it if possible, if you have the financial means and mm-hmm. if you if you are able to do it, it's... It's going to open your mind so much more. It's You're going to become so independent. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even learn a second language. Um, you're going to have find people and get to know people from all over the world. It's it's a really, really nice experience. And I, I recommend it to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's really good. That's cool. Because for us, like for me, I did it because I've always wanted mm-hmm. to. But for some people, it's not very appealing, right? Because yeah. in high school, for example, I thought I had this idea that everyone's going to yeah, go me abroad. Too. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. going to leave, right? But in the end, only a couple of people yeah. out of yeah. the class went abroad. That's true. Yeah, That's true. for some people, it is like they're kind of back and forth on yeah. it. They're not sure. Yeah. And you talked about, like, you're going to learn things. Like, yeah. you're going to, it's going to open your mind. Yeah. Do you have, like, maybe, I don't know, three things that you learned from moving abroad or, like, yeah. living abroad, studying abroad? Um, whew, three things. That's good. Or two. <laughs> whatever, whatever you can give, me, give me some time because I okay, think this okay. is a really good question. 
Um, I think one thing if I can that I can definitely say is that you're going to become independent, not only mm-hmm. being by yourself, but also managing your finances by mm-hmm. yourself. I feel like this is a complete different experience because you don't have your parents with you that mm-hmm. in case something happens, they can help you. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel like this starts at like really small situations where you're like you have to look for an apartment by yourself, you have to do grocery shopping by yourself. But it goes to, I mean, depending on how you manage your finances, but like you have a certain budget every month and that's it. And with anything that happens to you, it's not like you can call your parents and they're yeah. going to come and like help yeah. you in a really stupid situation or anything. It's um, So I feel like you become very independent mm-hmm. in many, many different ways. So I think this is one of those things that I realized a lot mm-hmm. Um because, yeah, like I said, you you can't really just, like, make a call and somebody's going to help you. It's like you have yeah. to look for an appointment by yourself and, like, try to speak Spanish to <laughs> your language. Like, you have to, um, like, when I started looking for jobs, mm-hmm. it was it was also tricky, of course, because um, you have to do all of these things by yourself. And it's hard, but it's definitely something that I feel like moving abroad has helped me with. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like it... Um, this becoming independent also made me confident, mm-hmm. more confident with myself in some way, because I feel like you spend so much time by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do I say that, actually? Mm-hmm. Let me think about it. But it's this, what I mean is just um, that you have to learn to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be confident in like, because um, I don't know, but I feel like there's a lot of people who are like, um, can't really be by themselves yeah, if you yeah, know what yeah, I mean those, sure. those people yeah. that are um, they always need like a friend or mm-hmm. they need like their parents or mm-hmm. something and once you don't have that that's really when I feel like your mind starts working and you become yeah. you become more confident with yourself and um, you learn how to be by yourself you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. because like I feel like living abroad is nice and all, but it's also very lonely at some point. So I feel like yeah. you have to become comfortable with being lonely yeah. and being alone by at some point. Yeah. And doing Were there any, like, expectations that weren't fulfilled? Because, like, for us, what happened was yeah. that we had this certain image in our minds, what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad, but it's different than yeah. what we expected. <laughs> I'm going to be really honest with you, but... <laughs> I feel like when you ask people about studying abroad, mm-hmm. a lot of them are going to tell you, oh, I just partied and I had this amazing life. And mm-hmm. yes, there was a lot of partying, <laughs> but I feel like my university was hard. It was tough. Sometimes we had classes where they told us, okay, you can do this in English or we're going to have a separate mm-hmm. test in English. But a lot of classes didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be amazing. And yes, it will be amazing. But you're also going to struggle with the language a lot yeah. and it's going to be part of it and it's going to be annoying. So I feel like people don't talk about that as much as they should mm-hmm. because, um, like I said, it is super nice and it is super fun, but there are certain things that come that come with it, you know? Yeah. So I would say um, the university was not as easy as everybody told me it was going to be really everyone told you it was going to be yeah a lot of people told me it was going to be oh and if you're an exchange student you're going to get all these perks and like like the tests are going to be easier and like at least in my case and i know a couple of other people in other universities they said the same that it was not as Mm -hmm. easy as everybody told them it was going to be so 
Yeah, I don't know. I knew it was going to be hard, but yeah. maybe I didn't have a lot of people around me that were in the same mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we had a similar experience because I feel like with social media and everything, yeah, you watch yeah. like the day in a yeah. life videos or the like montages <laughs> yeah, on yeah. TikTok of people studying abroad and you're like, oh, it's just going to be like amazing and so much yeah. free time. And then I feel like where it was quite different for us. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just like a TikTok montage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was not, it was not like that. So yeah, so, yeah I feel like <laughs> nobody really prepares you for like, oh, this is a government appointment you have to go to. And, oh, yes. Like, and, <laughs> We've dealt yeah, with exactly. <laughs> and then you, I don't know, I got my phone stolen in Madrid and I was like, oh. like, like I said, there's no family that can yeah. come to you and be like, oh, I'm going to help you finding a new phone. I was mm-hmm. by myself without a phone. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's, it's, it has its hard sides, basically. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. of course. So I've noticed yeah. on your Instagram that you've mentioned a couple of times that you have a slight obsession with crema catalana. Oh, yes. So I wanted to ask, what's the story behind that? When was the first time you tasted it? Oh, the it? first time I tasted it. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> I don't know when the first... It was... I mean, let's be honest. It was probably in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. It was probably in Barcelona. But there, there's nothing to it. It's just that um, I have a sweet tooth and mm-hmm. I like everything that is sweet. Mm-hmm. And when you look at Spanish desserts... Some of them are not sweet. <laughs> so you yeah. have, like, if you look at the, like, polvorones, or if you look at at um, even the, like, soft turon, it's mm-hmm. not really sweet. So I'm always like, give me something sweet. <laughs> so this is just how it ended up being crema catalana. But, yeah, if I okay. see it on the menu, I definitely I definitely <laughs> have it. It's um, it's one of my favorites. So, yeah. We but I like, yeah. Yeah, but I like Spanish true. food in general. I feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's so diverse. There's, mm-hmm. It's so different depending on where you go. So... But yes, you should try it. <laughs> okay, we will, we will. In Madrid, do you yeah. have some, like, favorite places, recommendations? I was thinking of it because of you were talking about the food. Yeah. Maybe some restaurants that we should go check out, anything Ooh, like that's that. that's nice. What kind of restaurants do you like? Or, like, what's your... Honestly, anything. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we just like food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, if it's, if it's brunch, because right now I was talking to my friend about brunch... Mm-hmm. There is this place called Bow Cafe, mm-hmm. and it's, like, in the north. It's mm-hmm. next to, I think it's Iglesia, the next metro station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have amazing brunch. So if oh. you're a brunch lover, you need to go there. It's really, mm-hmm. really nice. I'm all about brunch places. I have so many <laughs> brunch places saved on my phone. I feel like a good place to go is Calle de la Cava Baja. Mm-hmm. There's this place in La Latina that is like one street that is full of bars. So I feel like it's a nice place to have mm-hmm. like a vermouth and like some tapas. I think those are the places that come to my mind right now. Okay. Sounds good. But I have I have so many <laughs> saved in my phone. So we'll go check Thank those you. out. Yeah, yeah. of course Thank you have you. to. <laughs> Any food recommendation, recommendation we can take because yeah. we're food lovers. So. <laughs> Amazing. For sure, yeah. So thank you for, so much for coming. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. <laughs> we had great time. I mean, I loved your perspective because obviously yeah. you're a bit older than me. You're like, you have different experiences. Yeah. So that is a really like great input for me. And maybe we'll be inspired and actually be maybe more positive. And like yeah. you said, you laugh at certain yeah, things yeah. when you look back at it. Yeah, so. exactly. But I feel this is one of those things is like when you, when you are abroad that every time something happens to you that you're like not happy about I think the best way is to just laugh about it because mm-hmm. um shit happens <laughs> let's put it yeah. that way and um I think you just you just learn from it and like I said you just become more independent and mm-hmm. you learn how to deal with those things um so 
yeah, just just laugh about it, and tomorrow's gonna it's gonna be better, hopefully. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so it's my turn to ask the question. <laughs> and it's a very basic question I found it on the internet, but I thought it was interesting. So mm-hmm. my question is, what is the best or like in just in your opinion, your favorite compliment that you've ever received? If you can remember, I don't know. But I feel like if it meant a lot to you, it would probably stick with you. Ooh, I mean, honestly, the first thing that appeared in my head was the one we did it a couple episodes ago where you said that you think of me when you're making a decision to like make your decision based on you remember mm-hmm. i feel like you formulated that in a really weird way but i <laughs> yeah i don't know how to formulate it differently just to like um that i did a good job of boundaries right boundaries yeah yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah yeah i remember and it. for some reason that made me like so happy you know <laughs> i mean it's a gr- great like trait to have yeah so that made me like happy that someone actually like is in in a way inspired by me or mm. something like that you know that was really cool and then maybe another thing is that ever since i moved here i felt like i'm an adult at home but it, i wasn't like i didn't have as much opportunities to like quote-unquote prove it to myself you know because I was still living at home I had my parents there all the time um so ever since moving here I've been really feeling like living like an adult and also even like my mom every time we talk or when I went home for Christmas break she's like you can really see how you've grown right yeah and that's That's really nice to hear Mm -hmm. I like that yeah so probably these two are the ones that I thought of immediately. That's good. Yeah. Those are two good ones. Mm-hmm. If you like this podcast and want to support us, share with your friends. Follow our IG account at Two Strangers Two Friends or leave us a review giving us your thoughts on the podcast. If you want to get in touch, all of our contact information is in the description. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and see you next time.